0: Welcome to Survivability Podcasts. Survivability Podcasts will give you unique and unprecedented angles on geopolitics, geopolitical cyberattacks especially geopoly cyberattacks, human dignity, and fair play events impacting ordinary people's lives and livelihood, you won't hear from mainstream media or those who repeat their narratives like parrots. Theme, Silent Undeclared, WW3 will be a key feature. Survivability Podcasts is hosted by two-time international best-selling author Khalid Fatal and by MLA Group, Survivability News, Survivability Wealth Management, Survivability Recruitment, Survivability Masterclass, and Survivability News Publishing. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all wherever you may be on this planet. My name is Khaled Fatal, and this is Survivability Podcasts. Today, I'm going to be bringing to you four major storylines, and I'm going to make you guess what puts all these stories under the same umbrella and what connects them. So, story number one is, you may have heard, US politicians flip, flip-flop over Ukraine war strategy. Um, if you recall, uh, 30 Democrats uh, wrote a letter to President Biden asking him to engage in direct talks with Russia to end invasion, but only to withdraw it the day after. Story number two is a serious new threat to stability of satellites in outer space. And I will be talking more in detail as to why and how and why is it a serious stability to the West more than anywhere in the world and to business and and citizens' uh, lives and livelihoods on a daily basis. Plus, a serious story, which is how that not how, that Saudi Arabia is seeking to join the BRICS nation. Now, you might wonder why that and why that that is all connected. And last but not least, a serious new revelation that came from leaked documents that actually tells us that the Department of Homeland Security in the United States is planning to expand its powers to police information it deems as disinformation while leveraging the war on terror powers it was given. Put that in context as in uh, in the context of the upcoming midterm elections and how national agencies are now policing our freedom of speech and our thoughts to advance what? Individual policies or, 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 uh, or positions of uh, particular parties? That makes me really, really worried. So, these are what I will be talking about, and I will show you how all these stories are interconnected and why you need to be aware as a citizen. So now, to the meat on the bone. Um, the first story that really you need to, learn, to 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 ask yourself um, as to why it happened and disappeared so quickly. Is the story about how 30 Democrat politicians lawmakers wrote a letter to President Biden last week and asked asking him, and I quote, to engage in direct talks with Russia. End of to- end, end of quotation to end invasion, but then to withdraw it the day after. It's If that's not a flip-flop of a strategy or lack of cohesion, not only on, um, on the side of the United States, but on the side of the presiding party in power, which is the Democratic Party. And the Demo- Democratic Party, uh, led by President Biden, uh, who is sitting in the White House today, seem to be totally in chaos as to their strategy in the war in Ukraine. Now, somehow, let's just put it in perspective. No lawmakers and no party that believes its side is winning a war would go and propose direct negotiation with those who are losing a war. So in this case, we're talking about the Russia supposedly losing the war, if what we've seen from all of the news media coming out of the uh, 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 the US uh, and the Western Hemisphere, especially in the US, why would politicians on the Republican side ask their president to change strategy? And why would they even even change that, uh, re- retract that? It really brings it to, to bear that the consensus on the war in the in Ukraine and the, and the US support uh, 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 for the Ukraine, and based on the fact that majority of the people around the world, except those in a special corridor in the United States and Western Hemisphere, do believe that Russia was baited to invade. Russia believed it, its security was under existential threat, and that threat was because with, with um, uh, Ukraine joining NATO, the moment Ukraine joins NATO and, and, and Ukraine having nuclear facility, having been from the days of their uh, inclusion within the, with the Soviet Union, it means nuclear weapons are going to be, not likely to be, will be deployed. In Ukraine and that is on the border with Russia and that means a superpower will be dictated to for the next 100 years and therefore Putin was forced to actually invade anybody that tells me and that they have evidence or they believe the man wanted to invade because he's a he's a dictator all that stuff yeah we know he's a dictator but this is a man who actually took Russia from Yeltsin that held that had uh, empty shelves uh, on the supermarkets and the supermarkets to an economic prosperity they hadn't seen for a long time. This is a man that came from being head of the KGB. This is not a career politician like we've seen most in the West. This is a manager who knows how to manage and plan and execute. I do not believe, I have no evidence to contra- to any of this, but this is my uh, uh, professional uh, analysis of the state of mind as to why he invaded I do not believe a man who has spent 20 years building the the uh, prosperity of uh, an economy of Russia and elevating its standing in the, uh, around the world to serve his agenda and his nation's agenda, as any leader would, would jeopardize that with a war that would be so uh, was so, so prolonged if he did not believe there was an existential threat. So. You may want to call this as the, uh, uh, the position of the Russians, but it's factual, and all you need to do is read and look beyond what CNN and Fox News uh, dishes out on us as American citizens. That, that put into perspective is, it means that the U.S., despite all of the sanctions and all of the... Um, uh, 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 continu- actually, they've even sanctioned his girlfriend... I mean, they've run out, of who to put. We've run out of who to put sanctions on. We've sanctioned his girlfriend, as if it's going to make a big difference. The truth of the matter here is the United States government has, with its own hand, accelerated the demise of the empire and the singularity of U.S. dominance economically and politically around the world. They contributed to this, not Russia, not Putin. And I'll tell you why. Prior to the invasion, and prior to uh, prior to the invasion, most of the talk we heard about coming of the uh, White House and the Pentagon was about that we're going to sanction him until king- kingdom come. The truth of the matter here is, as I've said, this, stated this before. Any eighteen-year-old who studied basic economics would have known, and somehow it failed the Pentagon and the White House experts that the moment a war would break out, an invasion would take place, the price of oil will rocket. Unless the sanctions were going to suffocate 100% Russia from selling its oil to the world, those sanctions will fail. And that's exactly what happened. It's exactly what I predicted. Because the reality here is not only did the sanctions fail, which means the US strategy could not have been what was declared. The U.S. strategy, sadly, I'm of the opinion, was far more sinister than this to try and create a continuous problem in the area. And if that's the case, look where we are now today. Russia not only issued its uh, warning to, to Europe that if you want my oil, you have to buy it in my currency, and they all lined up to buy it. That was not enough. Somehow, and we have an indication who may this may have uh, done this the the Nord stream uh, uh, pipeline was sabotaged by a terrorist act now even if russia wanted to pump more gas through through that pipeline now we're gonna have a, you know there's no gas to go through who's this going to be benefiting who's this going to be hurting putin his oil revenue quadrupled in in a matter of weeks Uh, uh, Who's uh, going to get hurt, the U.S. or is it going to be the Europeans who are going to be freezing uh, 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 like they've never frozen before? before? And now it puts it into prospect as to why the demise of the empire is is taking place in front of our own eyes. How? Jump to the story of Saudi Arabia expressing its interest in in joining the BRICS nation. The United, the, the, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, for most people don't, who don't know, has been uni- uniquely aligned with the United States. Its army is, is 100% created and built, and most of its equipment and training is from the US. Only in recent, in the last year or so, the Crown Prince has actually reached out to, um, to, um, uh, to Putin and Russia and started doing deals with Russia. Not only that, They're doing now long-term strategic alliances and deals with China to the tune of close to $400 half a trillion dollars. And these these deals are to ensure the interdependence of both countries and their economies on each other. Ladies and gentlemen, further to that, and more critically, those deals are not in the U.S. dollar as used to happen habitually. So, if the most staunchest ally of the United States, Saudi Arabia, is choosing to, deal, to do deals with, with, uh, with, uh, uh, with nations that are not in good favor with, with the United States, China and Russia. Some of them, you can call them enemies. But adversaries, and they're doing it in non-dollar denomination, what does that tell you? It tells you that the cracks in the strong walls of the empire are now getting bigger and bigger. And further to the point, the recent story about um, Ukraine war spilling into outer space threatening West's daily stability. That's because if you recall, Elon Musk and Starlink uh, 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 jumped in to help Ukraine when its telecom infrastructure was was damaged from the war, and be, and when they lost internet services. So Elon Musk directed his 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 uh, his uh, executives to offer broadband internet services coming from out of space to uh, to the Ukraine, um, and I believe it was done complimentary. It was for free. He was really trying to help uh, Ukraine. What's fascinating about this here is this actually made Starlink a military target in the eyes of the Russian Federation. And this is what he said, and I quote, and I quote, U.S. satellites, he's referring to Starlink, could become targets in war over Ukraine, and this is now a Russian official who said that. And by the way, all these stories I've just mentioned to you, have been recently published in Survability News. You go to News, and you'll see them there, you'll see them on the, on, the, uh, on the front page, click in and read and inform yourself. And why all of this is relevant. Now, ladies and gentlemen, who stands to benefit or who stands to get hurt if satellites, not just Starlink, start becoming targets? Virtually all telecom operations today sp- Let me me put it this other way. In the Western Hemisphere, we are so dependent and interdependent on technology from satellite and Internet and services that one thing actually gets down, everything else starts collapsing. Can you imagine if we allow the war in the Ukraine to escalate so then satellites become targets? And these, tar- these satellites are not designed to defend themselves, just like uh, milit- military uh, installations. So we should expect serious, serious, dis- not just disruption, devastation to our daily lives for, uh, as, as businesses, as, as uh, citizens, and our ability to, to run our uh, daily routines. And what would that do to, that, to the economy? What would that do to stability? What would that do to all of this? Ladies and gentlemen, and last but not least, to put it all, to put the cherry on the cake, a story we published only today. It's titled, What Democracy? What Free Speech? US Department of Homeland Security to Expand Policing of Information. It deems as disinformation, leveraging war on terror powers. This is based on leaked documents. And this information, was uh, broken by uh, The Intercept, and I think they've done a fantastic job. This is why we chose to actually reference them and repost it and create awareness about this because what's coming up next week in the United States? Midterm elections. While every American citizen is thinking about how the price of gas is going to be and they're busy with their lives and livelihoods and whether their COVID COVID payments are going to happen or what's... In their name, democracy is being flaunted, not only domestically, but around the world. What what baffles me is we in in the U.S. and around the world, especially in the West, flaunt democracy just because some people stand up and voted. How is that a critical pillar of democracy if the citizen is disinformed, if the citizen is not informed to make an informed choice, if they're disinformed by our own law enforcement agencies who are choosing to determine what is free speech and what is not free speech, what is disinformation, what is not disinformation, I thought free speech is free speech. Evidently not. And why are they leveraging curtailing freedom of expression, Uh, uh, leveraging this on war on terror powers they were given to, to be able to act not only domestically but internationally. This really must be put into, into the proper perspective and, be, and those politicians and those people in charge who are exposed, uh, breaking these rules, breaking these laws, must be held accountable. Otherwise, what is the point of our electing officials? Whether we get rid of, and excuse my expression, we get rid of one dickhead and put another dickhead in. Both of them are going to do the same thing. President Trump in the past weaponized Department of, uh, or, uh, Department of Justice to go after his people, and if he goes after, gets into the White House, then, you know he's going to do the same thing, and now the current administration is doing the same thing to curtail and advance its own political agendas. This cannot happen in the land where Ronald Reagan called in this freedom on the hill. The city of freedom on the, this cannot happen, this cannot continue. And this is partly why we are doing survivability podcasts. And many of you who do know me and have been, have been listening or reading and following some of the things I've been talking about for the last six, seven, eight, maybe 10 years, this is further evidence of how current climate and what's happening is adding to the stage four cancer that our Western democracies are suffering from, especially that we have in the United States. And I put it to you that something different has to be done. Some serious and real change has to be enacted and this will not come from our either the incumbents or those who who come to replace them, who have to kiss many rings to get to power, to be able to implement the change. I hope this brings uh, 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 certain topics that you probably may have heard around but never heard them being connected together in a different perspective a new perspective and I hope next time when you go and vote especially for you those of you in the United States when well, next time when you go and vote just remember neither one of them cares for you whoever you think about vote neither one of them cares for you uh, sadly the vastest majority of our politicians only care about their careers and that needs to change. And on that note, I bid you farewell. Stay connected. Uh, uh, register and re, you know, uh, stay connected with us. Uh, register to to receive updates for Survivability Podcast. Share with your friends. And if this has prompted you to think a little bit differently from the standard, then guess what? I must have done a good job. And before I bid you farewell, be on the lookout for uh, upcoming uh, episodes that we will be really shaking the tree to change common perceptions on a lot of different topics. Until then, take care and catch up with you soon.